0: Hey there, it's Thursday, May 18th, 2023, getting my day started, that's me on the saxophone. (laughs) Looking outside right now, did you know that we're um, under the influencer cover, I guess, of Canadian wildfires right now, so it looks hazy outside, it's actually, I I don't even think there's a cloud in the sky, or it's not very cloudy today, but it looks overcast because of wildfires in Canada, didn't know that. I saw a map yesterday, uh, watching the weather, and there's like fires everywhere, it looks like. I know there's fires, you know, this time of year and throughout the summer, you know, always, but... Like a lot. That's probably what they're trying to make me think. We've never had this many fires before. It's the summer of fires. Um, Do you ever notice like we we have that, right? Like every summer is the summer of something. Like I remember summers of sharks and shark attacks. I remember, um, you know, weird bird flus in the summer. Um, the the Mosquito carrying diseases. Um, I forget what those all were, but... Um yeah it just seems like during the summer there's got to be something that they can panic us about panic us about that's hard to say Um if you listened yesterday I uh I decided to seek out jokes so that I would make myself laugh <laughs> since no one else will I can't rely on other people to make me happy you know um, but seriously, I just felt out of the loop, and I didn't feel like I like I used to hear jokes all the time. People would tell you jokes, and I even marveled not long ago about how jo- jokes circulate over the years, you know, how anything circulates over the years. Lisa and I, we pulled a couple of dandelions last weekend, and I said, oh, give me that dandelion right there. And I picked up the dandelion and held it in my hand, and I said, mama had a baby, and her head popped off. And, of course, she knew that, too. And I'm like, how does everybody in the world know that? How did that How did that get around? I just think that's funny. Anyway, so I decided that um, I don't have any theme music for it, and I don't know that it needs it, but I decided I was going to do a joke every day, every day. And I'm gonna, I'm, I think I'm going to start out the program uh, after I babble a little bit um, with a joke. And I, I might end it. I don't know. Or maybe I'll do one in the beginning and one in the end. I don't know. But I, I needed more funny. Uh, I'm not typically just funny on my own. I need help. So this is uh this is I went and I researched. I got I got help. <laughs> uh today's joke of the day. Why did the <clears throat> And by the way, these are just so stupid. They're gonna they're gonna kill me. They're gonna kill me. Uh why did the guy get fired from the orange juice factory? Because he couldn't concentrate eh, eh. That should almost be the, Instead of a It should be
1: the wah,
0: wah. <laughs> uh, That's funny That is just funny for me I am grateful for laughter What else am I grateful for? I. Uh, I it, it's funny how things jump into your head but they do. And today is, this episode is full of things that just were in there today. And I wonder why today. Um, maybe, I don't know, like sometimes I shower after the I record, sometimes I shower later in the day. Um, and today I showered right away in the morning. Um, so I was super thankful this morning for modern plumbing. And I just was thinking, like, imagine if this was the 1800s and I had to fill up a tub, with you know I had to heat up water and fill up a tub and then sit in the tub and my dirty water and you know scrub myself and that'd be as clean as I'd get unless I found and unless I live by a, a, a river or a creek or something and then I was like, well there's all kinds of things that are involved in this right like just even being able to shower there's water now by today's standards wherever you want it like it's in the kitchen it's in the bathrooms we have hot water wherever we want it. We have flushing toilets, which, God, thanks for that, right? Like, we had a cabin when I was a kid, the family. Like, we didn't own it ourselves, but it was in our family. And we'd go to visit it every once in a while, but it was, like, a billion hours away. So it was in in the boundary waters, basically, uh, between Canada and, and the United States. And we would go up there, and it had an outhouse. And then, every remember back in the day, any wayside you stopped at, you were going to the bathroom in an outhouse. I'm glad that that's much more rare. <laughs> we take showers and take it for granted. We have drinking water wherever we want it, typically clean, unless you live in Michigan. We have hoses to water stuff wherever we want. And it's just amazing. Uh, so I'm, I'm grateful for modern plumbing. And just because I was, I take showers every day practically, but today, um, all of these thoughts ran through my head. I'm grateful for hope. Now I'm also going to start a new feature so you can all join in my pain of counting the days late for this investment that a partner and I started. Well, we, I started the journey about a year ago. We made our first investment, um, last, uh, October, the first, um, business day of October. And, um, you know the, the the goal line to to receiving some returns on this investment keeps moving and it's out of our control completely 100% out of our control we make the investment and then there are entities that then take that investment and we, we I'll just kind of give it a brief we buy equipment the equipment is put into locations and then the the that equipment then generates revenue and the installation was supposed to be if you, if you purchase the the equipment, it would be um, 30, maybe 45 days because you know, they were having some supply chain issues. And then last October, they in a meeting, the CEO said, we're comfortable that it'll be, you know, from the time you put your money down or you, you, you pay for the system, about 60 days, we'll have your system installed. Ours took 150 days to get our equipment installed. So that was thing number one. And then once you get your equipment installed... They have to calibrate all the equipment to do what it's supposed to do. And as they calibrate, it takes about 30 days to calibrate it. Then they uh, would start selling the output of the equipment. And then that would take 30 days. And then it would take about 30 days after that before you would actually see your revenues. And um, it's a technology. It's All the stuff is, like, the technology is legit in not a problem there. But then of course it it didn't, it was by the time we were installed it was now 30 days to do this, 30 days to do this, 30 days to do this and then they added another 30 days in there. They say they didn't add 30 days in there but 100% when we started this it was 30, 30, 30. They they kept saying 30, 30, 30. 30 days installation, 30 days test, 30 days to money. And so now we're We're at this moment right now where March 17th, we received the communication saying your payments will begin in about 45 days. That would have been about May 1st, you know, first week of May anyway. Well, here we are (laughs) about 60 days and you know, Oh, it's any day now. It's any day now. And we just, we haven't seen it. So, um, I'm going to just to get it out of my head and to hopefully just stop thinking about it all day long. Um, I'm gonna share with anybody who listens the number of days late we are, and I'm gonna be kind because we should have been receiving revenues, you know, ninety days ago. I'm gonna be kind, and I'm gonna start with the Mar- the March 17th communication that we got saying 45 days, so we're 15 days late, um, 16 days actually. If you if you only include 30 days. I, I do the actual math, but I'm just going to start with saying we're 15 days late. Okay, so we're 15 days late today on Thursday, May 18th. And we're going to keep counting. And I'm hoping that some of the powers that be uh, end up hearing this and they get embarrassed by their performance, uh, the part that we can't control. So I am grateful for hope because I do believe that we're right here. But um, it's taking a while and, you know, continuing to have faith um, is a challenge every day. Uh, I get her done. Uh, some days way better than others, I can assure you. Uh, but, uh, here we are, we're right at this and and you guys will be able to share then, uh, in, it's a good way for me to mark it down. Even if I wasn't doing this in a podcast, if I was doing this in the morning, it'd be a good way for me to say, okay, here's where we are. And just kind of note that in the morning. And then I don't have to like, be like, okay, now what happened again? And go back and recap everything. So Um, you guys can also then share in when we actually do see our first revenue. So that'd be kind of neat. Um, I am also grateful for being allowed in the bed in the master bedroom. And that sounds funny, but gotta be honest with you right now, all three dogs and Lisa are in in the bed and just as comfortable as can be. They are all living their best life right now. Based on my experience, Lisa, I don't know that she would care if I was in bed or not. (laughs) Um, I, th- I, I, if you asked her, of course she'd say no. Of course I want you, but uh, actions speak louder than words. Uh, I am replaced so quickly when I get up in the morning by the dogs. I'm pretty sure that those guys are kind of in the morning. Like, is he going to get up pretty soon? God, I, I want to get up in that warm bed. And if they wanted to, <laughs> they could get together and stage a coup and just keep me out of bed. What would I do if I had two growling, you know, an 80-pound dog and a 60-pound dog, like growling at me and threatening me if I tried to get in? <laughs> they could just take over. I'd be like, okay, I'll go sleep in the living room. <laughs> I think that that could happen. I'm literally grateful this morning. I got up. I knew no sooner uh, went to the bathroom than every, uh, my space was gone. And they, when I come into the room to get dressed, they're all like, I'm not moving. I kinda, they, they almost look at me like I feel bad for you. <laughs> You're out there. Anyway, those are the goofy things that I'm grateful for. Um, I make sure that I'm grateful every day. I hope you do too. Um, now, uh, this thing. These are the things that kind of got me started on all of this. I, when I journal in the morning, I write down like little things that I'm just thinking. And sometimes when I start a thought, as random as it might be, it just goes off the rails and I'm lost in the middle of the day thinking about a some stupid topic. And so it it's helpful, and I learned this from uh, Tim Ferriss, to just kind of get those random thoughts out because it clears your head for the rest of the day. And so uh, that's what I'm doing here. And then uh, when I decided that I, I was going to do this, I didn't do this because I thought people would like it. I definitely didn't do that. And that's not, it's still not the point. The point is for me to be able to have some creativity during the day because I was missing some creative energy. And this was something I was doing every day anyway. And if I could keep all of this under an hour, it's not going to hurt anybody. It cost me about 25 bucks a month to do this. So it no harm, no foul. And it gets me um, some of that creativity that I I need to kind of release out. Um, and so these are those thoughts. This is the what's eating kale. There are things that interest me and, um, kind of keep me occupied during the day when they shouldn't. Um, so I'm not sure if it's because I showered this morning or, um, maybe, um, I don't know why, but, um, I was thinking about grooming. Um, and I, I was reminded of, I don't know. I re at stuff all of the time. Uh, Somebody reminded me of something the other day, and I, I re and it was just something from earlier in the day. And I just relaughed like it had never happened before. Um, but I was reminded of a story. Um, my dad, we were out with my dad and his, his wife, and um, I was being given a little bit of a hard time by Lisa that I hadn't shaved. I haven't shaved. I haven't shaven, whatever that is. And um, I said, you know, it's a pain in the ass to shave every single day. And so, like, I can't go more than three days anyway. So I'm. It's not like I'm, you know, like, growing a crazy Jesus beard, right? Um, but I said, you know, a lot of people don't have to do that. They they don't have to shave every day. And I and I knew my dad doesn't shave every day. So I said, Dad, how often do you shave? And my dad said, You mean my face? That's not something you need to hear over dinner uh, regarding your dad. Um, but that then reminded me this morning of, I wonder how many people do groom in those areas. And so at five o'clock in the morning, I did what anybody would do. I checked the pubic hair trends <laughs> at uh, health.com and swear to God, this is a thing. And of course, you know, it's a thing. It's the internet, right? The, the internet has everything. And I honestly, great study. I mean, I'm serious. This is so informative. You're gonna love this. I I, you, you, I loved it. <laughs> I really hope people love this. 80 um, percent of women and 39 percent of men remove their pubic hair. Three percent of women and 21 percent of women have never removed their pubic hair. Interesting. Surprising. Eighty-eight um, percent of women and twenty-eight percent of men started removing their pubic hair between the ages of fifteen and twenty. And when I thought about that, I was like, "Well, that seems pretty young." But that's those are the years when you are the most curious about stuff, right? At least for me, still kind of curious today, but definitely hyperdrive at that time. Um, who's most likely to remove and groom? That hair. Um, women between the ages of 15 and 20, men between the ages of 40 and 50. That's shocking to me. Um, but why? Why do men wait so long? I mean, I you know, just. I mean, seriously, women are like right away, and maybe not after 20. Uh, lesbian women reported slightly more often than heterosexual or bisexual women that they that they removed their hair. Bisexual men were the most likely to go hairless. Married men were the most likely to trim, keep things neatly shorn. Women were the most likely to groom if they're dating someone who they didn't live with. So why do people really isn't this great? This is like the greatest
1: study ever.
0: Why do people remove their hair and groom? 75% of women and 39% of men said they did it because they feel more comfortable when someone else was down there. Uh, 67% of women said it made them feel more feminine. 63% of men uh, and 37% of men said they did it because they like to feel soft. Uh, 39% of men said they think it's more hygienic. And 62% of women and 36% of men said they remove or groom because their partner liked it. Now, I, I doubt anyone in the right mind. I You know, now I'll probably look at people and be like, I wonder if they, uh, you know, I wonder if they, they take care of, a business down there, you know, they, they, and I can't imagine anybody's wondering, but, um, I absolutely keep things neat and organized. Um, and that's why, like, I just feel more put together, more, more organized, I guess. I don't know. That's just I know that's weird, but it is what it is. And I, 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 it clearly, it's not weird in general. Um, but, and maybe my reasoning is weird. And there's some of you going, oh, did not need to know that. I'm sorry. But it's a good topic, man. It's a good topic. And I got to be honest with you. I That study, I want to be a person who does studies like that. Like just the weird, interesting stuff. You know, I'd love to just go out and survey people. God, would that be fun. Uh, so, this is going to be a weird transition, but it's Thursday. If you're wondering what you might want to watch on TV over the weekend or what you should rent, might have some suggestions for you. I was talking to my buddy Ben the other day, and we were talking about horror movies and, just as importantly, movies that really freaked us out. And uh, hopefully this gives you some ideas uh, movies you might want to revisit or movies maybe you never even thought of before. So I asked Ben if he'd seen any horror movies or scary movies lately.
1: I just saw, I think I told, I don't know if I told you last week, we saw The New Evil Dead. And there's definitely some cringe moments in there where you're like, oh, I don't know if I can keep my eyes on that even. Like, they have a girl, like, eating glass oh. at one. Yeah, so I don't know if you ever saw the original, like, in the 80s. The Evil Dead Two and
0: not a big horror guy.
1: <laughs>
0: I am not. I, I I mean, I did all of the Halloween and the Friday the Thirteenth and the all of the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Those are all huge back in my you day.
1: You are right oh, okay. in that generation of it being hundred percent.
0: Yeah, but I didn't. I never. It was. It was so. Uh, what's the? I don't want to say cliche because cheeky or it was a little over baked and you know kind of over the top. It, overacted I think would be a good way it just felt cheesy um then I see like in the 90s and 2000s where they started getting like for real and they started feeling a little bit more like what was that one with the 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 shaky camera and the black and white and the the Blair Witch yeah that I mean just seeing the the promos for that was like oh I don't know I don't know if I would like that
1: Oh yeah. I remember that vividly. That one stuck with me because I was like 14, 15 at the time it was 99 and the internet was still fresh enough where those three actors had never been in anything else. So they kept them off the grid and off the market and played it off. Like these three people really did disappear and you look them up on IMDb and they have no credits. They just were in this one film and everything on the website made it seem like this was really a found footage film and then it was like the weeks after it was released and they were like, yeah, they're alive. And it was a, it was all a gimmick, but leading up to it. And I went into that and watched it thinking it was really a found footage film the whole time. And I'm like, looking at my friends, I'm like, this can't be fucking real. What is going on? And yeah, I like left, like, and we went back to a friend's house in the woods. And I was like, this is not what you want to be right now. yeah that movie like that was the worst like not seeing the monster is so much scarier than uh like producing some freaky gore on screen
0: you know the halloween movies from back then if you watch them today are they're not they're they're cheesy and now now you watch the newer ones and granted the storylines are you know really uh but the acting's better the action is better the um, the graphics and, and the, you know, all that stuff is better. Yeah. Um, I, I So I don't, I'm not a big horror movie guy. Uh, Lisa and I will um, threaten to watch like horror movies on Halloween. And we never really, we don't know. <laughs> no. I mean, every day or Halloween, we're like, Oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And then
1: we, we <laughs> <doing it. laughs> I, I like goofier ones probably. Cause then it's like, I don't know. It's like watching you know, a country yeah. movie. I don't really like those pound footage ones or those ones that really like try to plan, like, this could really happen and you could be possessed. And it's like, nah, I don't need that. But I like the escape from reality ones like that, where it's just more fun and ridiculous and campy.
0: Pound for pound, I'm going to tell you right now the movie that probably scared me the most and because it could happen was um, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah not really a horror movie but kind of a horror movie right like i mean it was it had all that suspense it had all of those things and i'll like i remember walking out of that movie and i don't know how dumb this sounds right now but i remember walking out of that movie going that could really happen i think something like that could really happen i think and you know and it felt like almost ripped from the headlines but just beyond the headlines at that time Uh, i guess i don't think we had dom or that maybe we did
1: I'm, I was just going to say, I need to look that up. I would say that was like, right. Yeah. It um, was literally like that same year or two. Yeah. 91. I feel like he was caught in 90, 91.
0: Could be. Uh, I, I feel like it was a little bit later, like
1: 96, but
0: I could be wrong.
1: He was caught July 22nd, 1991. Wow. So it was and, right uh, then. It was before though. The Silence and Lambs was released February, 1991. Wow. So that was I'm sure when he happened, everyone was like calling him Hannibal Lecter and because wow. that would be huge probably in uh, Yeah,
0: no, that that's that freaked me out. That really did. That that was one of those things where I was like, Holy balls. I mean,
1: just imagine. So you went to the movie theater thinking that could really happen and then five, six months later it really happened and you were just like fuck.
0: <laughs> I was like like fuck. I mean seriously that was scary that was scary for me and uh i you know i don't have to watch the horror movies like like you know i think you like the friday the 13th and that those don't do it for me they really really don't uh but pound for pound that's one of the scariest movies uh i could tell you about a recurring nightmare i have about the wizard of oz but that's probably just for another day <laughs> that's uh that's my own problem, I think. Uh, over the next couple of episodes, uh, first of all, that's what's eating kale. Uh, over the next couple of episodes, we're going to hear from people and what would they do if they won $100 million. Until then, make it a good one.